0: thank you to the segment of the show it is a very important week and I have a very special guest on today's show a gentleman that not only that I look up to but that has been a major voice uh, in this election cycle his name is Pastor Martin Marillo Mario welcome to the show sir Oh, it's so great to have you, sir. And, uh, wow, I have been reading your articles. And let me tell you, they are powerful and they are for a time such as this. And I want to just give you uh, liberty, Pastor, to talk about what's on your heart as we're just a few days away from what I'm feeling in my spirit is one of the most important elections of our time. Uh, Pastor, right off the bat, what's on your heart today? What's the Lord speaking to you? Well, today i got... uh,
1: Vote your sanity. (laughs) We have thousands and thousands of believers who are saying, "I'm going to vote my conscience." Yeah. And and normally that refers to the fact that they're either going to vote for a third-party candidate or they're not going to vote at all. That's right. And we think that when you say, "I want to show respect," Uh, I don't want to diminish or shame anyone, but I want to appeal to something. Yes. And it is simply this that the Bible never taught us that our own conscience was a reliable source of truth. Mm. Yes, that's and, a... and it's very important to understand that. You know, um, I, I'm quoting a man by the name of Nathan Stiles. These words God has given each of us a conscience, it's that capacity within us to assess our action. Yes, it's an internal judge of our standards. Yes, and he doesn't set the standards, it evaluates them. Yes, now he quotes a very powerful verse in Romans 2 that I won't take very long, uh, but it just says, The Gentiles show the work of the law well written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness mm. and their thoughts alternately. Accusing, or else defending them. Yes. And our conscience can either accuse us or excuse us. That's right. See, so we can feel guilty about sin once in a while, but if we keep sinning, that guilt diminishes, okay. and very soon the very conscience that we claim to rely on so much becomes dull and incapable of really evaluating the situation. That's right. That's right. Now the same. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Pastor. You're on a roll. Okay, the same conscience that makes you feel righteous about not voting for Trump is also letting you off the hook from feelings of guilt about helping evil get elected.
0: Hmm, that's right.
1: And and it's interesting how Christians, they say, well, and I tell them, you realize this is a two-person race. You don't vote for Trump. You're helping Hillary. Yes. She is... The favorite every vote that Donald does not get helps her. Right. And no matter how you spin it, no matter how you try to look at it, it is absolutely a fact. That's right. That's, that's it. That's right. And here now one more verse I want to throw out. First John three twenty. If our conscience condemns us we know that God is greater than our conscience, and he knows everything. Yes. Most people who have a feeling about Donald Trump that's negative in the Christian movement uh, are operating on limited information. That's right. There's absolutely no one who can definitively find a statement he made that was either racist, homophobic, that he generalized about Latinos, of which I am of Latin descent. Right. It's all the media fomenting it all. So when I talk about the conscience that won't vote for Trump, I'm speaking of the individual operating on limited information that says, you know, I just can't stand what he said about women. Hmm. Well, back in the day Ronald Reagan used Party with Errol Flynn. That's right. And it was very wild parties. But the man was transformed. Yes. And I believe that Donald Trump has been transformed. Now, I tell you, there's an author who wrote a book on Chuck Colson. That's really powerful. This was the Watergate villain who worked for Richard Nixon. Mm. And when he met Christ, he did not even know how to publicly express his faith for almost two years. That's right. That's how long it took him. Yes. Now, we have an infant Christian, I believe. But here's the part that I want to talk about. God has not given us a spirit of fear, right. but of love, power, and a sound mind. So, yes. Maury, if you don't want me to vote, my conscience... Because it's an inaccurate source of guidance. What do you want me to do? The Bible says that he's given you a sound mind. That's right. That's why I say, vote sanity. Mm. Vote sanity. And here it is. On the one hand, we have a man who cussed. A man who said inexcusable things about women 11 years ago. On the other hand, we have... A. John Podesta, chairman of the Democratic Convention, re-elect Hillary Clinton, mm. who's attended satanic rituals. Yes. yes. Okay, we have her husband going to an island where we know for a fact from looking at flight manifests with his name on it that he visited as possibly as much as 26 times an island that featured under a sect. Mm. So that's, that's not a basket of deplorables. Second. That's a chamber of horrors. Mm. Mm. But let's go even one step beyond that. The fact is that we have two things we cannot escape. We have one, uh, a man who's a businessman, but we have a woman that I believe is guided by heinous ambition yes. to remove everything we hold dear in the church and in. Any is eating her up inside. Hmm. This ambition has probably allowed people to die who got her in Now, now let's just finish it with two points. Number one, she's going to permanently alter and, in my opinion, destroy the Supreme Court. Yes. Number two, she believes in a late-term abortion. Not, we're not talking two weeks, six weeks. A few weeks, we're talking when even the head of the child could crown in the womb. That's right. And that is everything. That trumps everything. Pardon my pun. No. So how You should vote. You should vote sanity because God does not do crazy. That is, And the Bible it's is clear, clear on that. And that's why I stand where I stand and I'm, gra- I'm so gratified that tens and hundreds of thousands of people have come to my blog and they're not just commenting on the fact that i have taken a stand for Trump. The thing they're saying the most is this. We're glad that you have shown us from the Word of God uh, how we were taught wrong about judging, yes. how we were taught wrong about submitting to bad government, how we were taught that the Christians should remain quiet and not get involved in the arena of politics. Imagine if the church had flexed its righteous muscle 12 years ago, <laughs> even eight years ago. It, a, and that was one of the most poignant things that Donald Trump ever said to the evangelical leaders when he met with them in New York. That's right. He said, I don't understand... There's 50 million of you. (laughs) You have the power all along, if you're unified, to elect the right people to lead the United States. And he said you didn't do it. That is an
0: amazing statement. Yes. Well, I went on too long, and I apologize. No, you you are right on, and you're hitting everything that I would say, Pastor. I'm I'm so in agreement, and I'm so thankful. Uh, you know, I have been probably hearing some of the same feedback or similar feedback that you have. You know, I'm sure you're hearing it on a grander scale. But uh, you know, people like just today, for instance, you know, I'm trying to get the word out about everything that just came out. You mentioned some of it with the WikiLeaks, and you know, I've been talking right. about this. Pastor Rick has been talking about this. Many people out here have been talking. About this for a while. Uh, but, you know, it sounded so preposterous or so conspiratorial that many Christians didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to go there. Well, now it's been outed. Uh, we know that this is true. This is reality that these elite people are participating in occult rituals. We have seen the emails, uh, Hillary's. Right Hand, Uma Aberdeen is a part, you know, her family is part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Uh, John Podesta is, you know, a, being a part of these spirit gatherings, these spirit dinners. Um, you know, uh, Senator Byrd was an exalted cyclops of the KKK, a mentor of hers. Um, you know, Saul Alinsky, uh dedicated his book, Rules for Radicals, to Lucifer. What is, uh, the bigger thing to me, Pastor, maybe you can answer this for me, is the disconnect of why Christians, is it a lack of discernment, and is it a lack of, uh, of being filled with the Holy Spirit? How is the the blindness where they could still partner or vote for someone like this? I just, it doesn't, I don't get it. Now, are you sure you want to know? <laughs>
1: well, I do because I I'm going to lay it out. Okay. It's called modern preaching. Mm, mm. It's in the pulpit. Yes. Yes. We exalted celebrity pastors in the United States. We heap on them a lifestyle, a private jet, yes. an 18 room mansion, in a in, in an insidious covenant if they would keep the lands of God off of our life. Now we rewarded compromise. We celebrated content that was devoid of the active ingredients of Christianity. Mm. The blood was out, hell was out, repentance was out, inerrancy of scripture was out. We went on talk shows and told the talk shows we believe that the Bible says Certain things are sins, but we're not going to preach against them, lest we offend. Mm. And the entire idea that we want to offend made church as silly a safe zone as any liberal college that talks about cultural appropriation or, or any of the new politically correct things you cannot say or do. Right. And so Christians... got no discernment, got no values, they had their radar summarily shut off, and the the inevitable result is, it it wasn't that we had a nation of deplorables, but of gullibles, Mm. they literally didn't know the truth when they heard it, and they were happily able to mentally justify opposing ideas. Yeah. I just read where an evangelical leader a lady she said that most of the world regards Hillary Clinton Lord, forgive me I can't get it out mm-hmm. most of the world regards Hillary Clinton she called it as a great Christian woman who is defending the rights of women and children wow. now that is a brain failure that is a self statement that it is modern preaching that allowed it. One very famous television pastor says the best years of the church were the 234 years before the Bible was completed. Hmm. I don't even know the end game of a statement like that. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where where he's going with that. But it's a part of what the Word of God says that they would teach to themselves teachers having the itching
0: ears who would say whatever they wanted to hear. That's right, and the Bible talks about it. And so, you know, I think this election and the Lord gave me a word the other day. He said people are going to call false prophets real and real prophets false. And right. I think that's kind of what we're seeing right now. And uh, at the same time, you know, I think the Lord is using this election because to me, Pastor, it's bigger than the election. This is an expose of a false—I uh, hate to say it—but a false church. And there is a real church that's coming out of that church. It's coming out of Babylon, the remnant body of Christ that wants to, uh, you know, preach the entirety of the gospel, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to you know, be empowered uh, through the blood of the Lamb, and to teach repentance and the things you're talking about. And so, is this a, an hour where we're going to see almost like a splitting, uh, you know, like the sheep from the goats? Or is that what's happening here? well it is it's exactly what's
1: happening and, and now is a good time to encourage those in the remnant. yes to tell them the promises of God are for you to enjoy special grace in the last hour that's right uh, as I said my concern is for my country yes my concern is not for Christianity yes because as I said repeatedly um uh, Christianity will survive without America, but America will not survive without Christianity. Yes. It is our Christian faith that is the social, sanity, and collective consciousness that will preserve American values. It is based on Christ. So I believe that remnant that you spoke of, that's being separated from the goats, Hmm. He's going to have special power and ability. Right. God said, I'll give you mouth and wisdom that no man can gain, say not resist. Yes. Daniel said, the people who know their God will be strong and carry out great exploits. The Bible teaches us that the world will not end until the gospel gets to the whole world. That's right. but I, I believe that Jesus said something in Matthew twenty four twelve, 12. He said, this gospel of the kingdom. He could have just said this gospel. And he didn't even have to differentiate it, but he's implying very strongly Mm. that there would be a lot of counterfeits. That's right. And it's no wonder the devil's been practicing lying about the gospel for 2,000 years. That's right. But the fact remains that it will be a signs and wonders gospel. We'll have miracles. We'll have power. Why? Because... If you read Acts 4.29, Peter was in the same exact position as the American church. Mm. They had put a gag order. It's illegal. It's banned. Not only politically incorrect, it is going to be stopped. So Peter prays a very special prayer. He says... Lord, behold their threat and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word while you stretch out your hand to heal and let signs and wonders be done in the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Yes. So I'm convinced that that's the prayer of this hour. And right. the remnant are going to receive special power. Yeah. And even though it's going to be dark, Even the smallest light is going to shine bright in the
0: darkness. That was and something wonderful is gonna happen. Amen. I agree. I agree with that and I receive that, Pastor. And you know, I, I feel like uh, with this expose that's been taking place and we're seeing it, you know, in the government, I think there's gonna be expose in the church. I think that some of these churches that have been funded by the government, uh, you know, we see the, the massive facilities and you sometimes wonder where they get their money. I think, you know, some of these some of these entities, and I'm not saying all of them, because there's some powerful mega churches out there, so you you know, I want people to understand I'm not trying to come against mega churches or large bodies but I'm just saying some of them what I believe in my spirit is that some of them are funded by very dark entities that have used control over what they say, uh, the narrative that they preach, and to your point earlier, it has created a, a, you know, I guess it's like a deformed Christian, or a, you know, a not equipped Christian, I guess would be the word, uh, you know, that really doesn't have the fullness of what God wants and has for them, and so, you know, if they're in earshot of of this word today, uh, I would just say, you know, go deeper and ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and discernment in this hour, because there are and I know that you speak all over, Pastor, uh, and, you know, you can probably elaborate even more. There are real pastors out there that are preaching the Word. You know, what do you see as you go uh, to different churches? What are you hearing? Well, I, I feel like when,
1: when you're talking about there's this complete season of things being exposed. Yes. Some of the churches you're talking about, it's true. Yes. It isn't the size of the church that we're condemning. Right. It is the counterfeit that we're condemning. That's right. it, it, it's nothing to the devil. That's right. It's chunk change to the devil to create a massive Christianity Incorporated mm-hmm. if that's all he has to do to derail, sideline, and distract a generation from truth. That's nothing for him. That's right. He'll invest that money. Yep. I essentially believe that's what he was offering Christ when he tempted
0: him in the wilderness. Yes. I'll give you the whole world if you worship me. Yes. That offer
1: stands for every preacher who's willing to compromise even a little bit. You know, just, I'll reward you with something. And, and they think that overnight you wake up a, a totally compromised pastor. No, sir. Mm-hmm. It's a drip, drip, drip. Here mm-hmm. a little, there a little. Every once in a while, some wealthy board member will ask you to avoid a certain subject yeah. and intimate that his tithe is going to be subject to him uh, keeping that condition. Well, it starts right there. That's right. We think the devil's just going to ride up in his Harley, knock on the door of the church and said, hey, I just want to pervert this whole place. It is incredibly important that all preachers get back in the prayer closet mm. and, and, and not only and, and repent and say, God, you know, I've been preaching out of my own wits. Yes. My study is a garbage bin of church growth syllabuses, but there's very little word of God in me. Mm. I have been frightened to preach the truth. Because I'm, I'm going to lose people. Hmm. And indeed you will. Right. Every single great revival church that I'm aware of across America, as you asked me, had their one moment of truth where God showed them we are built on the wrong foundation. We're not what we're supposed to be. And we need, it. We need to adjust it. And what happens? Their attendance drops Precipitously, they lose a lot of people, yes. And all of a sudden, when the growth loss is done, at the hit bottom is the supernatural surge, yes. And now the bricks are relayed with the right mortar. The motivation of the people is pure, yes. Suddenly, there's the gift of divine momentum, yes, where you don't have a harried. Worried, frantic pastor mm. attempting to hold a movement together. That's right. But the spirit of God and the miracles of God and the presence of God mm. and the worship from God, mm. it just begins to elevate people. And they say, we've got to have more of this. Yes. I, I i believe we have tragically forgotten our edge. hmm There is no drug out there like the joy of the Lord. That's right. There's no message out there that can match the sayings of Christ. There is no power out there that can possibly hold a candle to the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And we've forgotten that. And that's why we're in the tragic condition we're in right now. But God is merciful. Yes. You know, I I had one, one lady say to me, I believe God is sovereign. We're going to end up with the president we want. And if God wanted revival, He did it. And I looked at her and I said, Why does the verse begin with, if my people? That's right. That's right. And there. It stands the fact that this broadcast right here could be a catalyst to revival. Mm. Just this right here. If one heart is set aflame to get right with God and do their civic duty and obey the word of God, there's no telling what could come of even one broadcast like that. I love to say things like that because it, it puts Satan in so much pain.
0: Yes. Yes, oh, Pastor. I, I don't want to take too much of your time, but the, you know, I'm feeling the presence of God even as you're speaking, and it's it's bringing me to tears because it's just I'm so passionate about the things you're saying, and it's so important and crucial. And uh, I want to give you the floor just one more time before we let you go. Uh, but you know, if you could give a word to somebody out there that's seeking truth, and you know, this election and beyond, the next couple of days, what would you advise them, uh, you know, to do, Pastor? Right now, I really believe that we need to go back to Romans
1: 12 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable act of worship. And be not conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. If you're listening right now, you need to understand that danger is not what man does, it's what we do. You're in danger if the voice of God. Is calling you to Himself, to intimacy, to know Him, to be with Him, to live by His power. God will seize the moment. He'll take over your troubles. To be the engine that drives the wisdom and choices you need to make in this blind field of modern
0: life. Can you do it right now? That's right. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Pastor Mario, you're someone I look up to. I I, I thank you so much. I honor you and the ministry that you have. Um, Would would it be too much to ask you to just pray for us right now and for this country and those that are listening? Lord, we are hours away
1: from an election that will affect us for the rest of our life. Yes. How can we not ask for mercy? Yes, Lord. How can we not ask for a miracle? The Bible says, Lord, in First Kings 18, that when Elijah called down the fire, he predicated it on this. Yes. He said, let them know that you are turning their hearts yes. back to you. And that's what we pray. Turn the hearts of this wicked, perverted, completely lost generation back to you. Give them the shocking moment of their life. Put your hand on Donald Trump. Let him, Lord, realize that for such an hour as this, he could be the man if he gives his heart entirely to Christ. If he he uses the same transparent, fearless language toward Christ and about Christ, we shall be a blessed nation again. I declare it, I believe it, and I refuse to let
0: it go. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy on this nation. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor, for your time tonight. How can we follow you in your blog? Uh, where's that available, sir? It's called Mario Murillo.org. Last name is spelled Mario M-U-R-I-L-L-O. Just Mario Marillo work hallelujah pastor mario i just thank you so much for your friendship for your ministry we love you my friend and please be blessed And thank you so much for being on today thank you thank you we will be praying for you and uh, god bless you sir thank you thank you bye-bye now bye everybody mario murillo on hollywood live radio a true friend and a true man of god and will you please uh you know give him Uh, a donation today and and, and support his ministry. He is somebody who is the real deal, who is out there uh, going all over this nation and beyond and preaching the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we thank you so much for tuning in this segment, Hollywood Live Radio. We will be back with more of the show in just a few minutes. Thank you.